Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. And today, guys, we are calling some people out. We are going to talk about the things you're not good at that you are avoiding that you need to do in order to pursue your career at the highest level. And more specifically, we're talking about social media. We're talking about how you can attract sponsors. We're talking about the things you are not doing that is leaving money on the fucking table. So I understand a lot of you guys, you're not necessarily in it for the money. You're in it because of the love of your sport. And I get that. I'm the same way with my business. I coach because I love to coach. I don't coach only to make a bunch of money doing it. I coach because I love to coach. There'd be easier paths to a lot more money if I wanted to pursue something else, but I don't. I want to do this because I fucking love every second of it. And you guys are the same way with your sports. You compete and you train because you love to compete and train. But if you want to make it to the highest level and you want this to be your career, you need to understand the money too. And this is something that I struggled with a lot in the beginning of my coaching journey and especially in the beginning of my business and something to this day that I struggle with from time to time still and that is that money needs to be part of the conversation for you and the way I struggled with this for a long time you know I always said like I don't coach for the money I coach because I love it I don't coach for the money I coach because I love it I do this I do this because I love it I don't do it for the money and then I started slowly but surely realizing that that's well, all well and good to have that nice attitude of, you know, I don't care if I make any money until you need to pay fucking rent. And a couple years back, I was 28 years old and I had my parents from time to time still helping me with my rent because I couldn't pay for it. You know, I didn't have a big clientele. I didn't, I was, you know, I was getting by, I was doing okay. And then I'd have a slow month and I wouldn't be able to pay rent. So they'd float me a little bit of money and not expect it back. And I realized that I just don't want to live that way forever. And yeah, I still love coaching. Yeah, I still do this specifically because I love it, but I want it to be my career. And there is nothing wrong, guys, with wanting your career to pay you good money when you're good at what you do. So for myself, I know now my value as a coach, and I know that for athletes to work with me, it needs to cost money because they're going to get something valuable. I've put 15 years of work as well as hundreds of thousands of dollars into building my career. Why would I not expect a return for that? And the same thing for you guys. If you guys have been training for a long time, you're working towards becoming high-level athletes, you need to understand how to make money with it. You don't have forever to be a fighter. You can't be a fighter until you're in your 60s. Your retirement plan, whether you want it to be or not, is going to be early in your life. So why are you not focused on trying to secure, <clears throat> excuse me, why are you not focused on trying to secure yourself quickly within that time? Because guys, I get it that you do it like you do it because you love it, 
but you also need to make a living at it if you want this to be your career. You need to make money at it. You need to start understanding this area of the game. And that, my friends, is what we are talking about today. The big thing that we are going to dig into is social fucking media. Why? Because this is something I talk to a lot of my athletes about and something that so many of them do so poorly. And you guys all know who you are. I still love you all to death. But if you're hearing this and it's making you kind of laugh a little bit, I'm probably talking to you. So social media, why are you not using it? A lot of people aren't using it. A lot of athletes aren't using it because, first of all, they don't see the point. They don't see that, you know, there can be a big return on it. They don't see the reasons that they should be on it. Or they're not in it for the money. Or they look at the guys who are on social media and they think, oh, man, you know, uh, it's like it's corny. I don't want to I don't want to be like that. I'm just, you know, I'm here to put my head down and train. But what you got to understand is that guy that's on social media and has those piles of followers and has those piles of sponsors. Every time you fight, you make your 500 bucks. He's fighting and he's making five grand. Which one would you rather be? And I get the feeling. I used to be the same way. I used to not post anything training related, talking, whatever, because I don't coach for, you know, the money or the clout. I coach because I love it. But you can be the greatest coach in the world, and if no one knows you exist, no one fucking cares. And it's the same thing with you guys as athletes. I've had athletes ask me, well, why does this guy get so many sponsors and I don't? And then I look at their social media profiles, and they've got three posts in the last five years. And the guy that they're upset is getting all the sponsors that they're not getting posted three times in the last five fucking days. Why do you think? They're getting the sponsors and you're not, even if you're a better athlete than they are, because people see them. People get the chance to interact with them. People know who the fuck they are and they don't know you. So people that are investing in athletes, people that are sponsoring in athletes want to know who those athletes are. And you can be the greatest guy in the world, greatest girl in the world. You can have a good record. You can be a good athlete. You can have the coolest story of, you know, starting training when you were five years old. If no one knows who you are, no one fucking cares. Let that resonate with you. If no one knows who you are, no one fucking cares. And the mentality around using it, you know, I've spoken a little bit to that already. Like the people that, you know, they don't want to do it because they think it's corny or they don't want to do it because, you know, uh, because they, they're just not good at that stuff or whatever else it might be. You got to understand that this is a fear you need to get past. You used to not be good at fighting either. You didn't try it one time, not get the result you wanted, and then quit. You kept grinding at it. You kept pushing at it. You kept working on improving. But now this new thing that could help you potentially double, triple, quadruple your income as an athlete, and you don't want to do it because you're not good at it. Cool. Neither is anybody else. But other people are willing to get uncomfortable and their ability, their willingness to get uncomfortable is what's making them five times as much money as you, 10 times as much money as you, even though they're at the same level. Sean O'Malley owned a Lamborghini before he cracked the top 15 in the UFC. There have been other guys that are still working other jobs while they're in the top 15 at the UFC. What's the difference? No, it's not because he has fucking cool looking hair. It's because he's on social media all the time. Everybody wants to watch him fight. Everybody's excited every time he steps in the octagon. 
yeah, he's really fucking good. That is important piece number one. He's really fucking good. But people know him. People care about what he's doing. And people want to watch him fight because he's out there all the time. And that is the difference that you guys are missing out on when you're not taking advantage of this tool that is literally being dropped at your feet. You're on there every day scrolling, but you're not on there every day using it for something that's actually going to benefit you. So the one reason that I'm going to get into that I believe a lot of people use to not pursue social media, not use it, not try to understand it, is they're scared of what other people might say. You know, they're scared that, you know, they're going to post a video of them, I don't know, hitting pads and somebody's going to comment that their pads look like shit and they don't want to deal with that. And so I'm going to tell you guys a little bit, like I've been posting on three to four platforms, one to two times a day, every single day, seven days a week for two years. Uh, It was more than that, but my Instagram account got deleted. So I had to kind of restart it. Um, And up until about three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I had about 1600 followers on Instagram, not a very big following whatsoever. And now I have about 8,400 followers on Instagram. Like it blew the fuck up in the last few weeks. And I mean, not that 8,400 in the grand scheme of things is still, you know, a huge following by any stretch, but it's a lot bigger than 1,600 and the growth was really fucking fast. In the last 30 days, my accounts reached 211,000 people. And with that, I've gotten a lot of comments from a lot of dick bags that, you know, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, this guy's an idiot. Like, yeah, those comments come in quite often. But for every one comment of some dipshit telling me that I don't know what I'm doing, I get 10 to 15 more of people telling me that I've helped them out. And the other thing too, guys, is like the way this all started, which was super funny, is I got called out by an account, GCP Training. And basically he reposted one of my videos and he went through a list of why he didn't like the things that I was doing and then finished it, I can't remember the exact words, with some line about how either this was just blatant bad marketing or I had no understanding of how strength and conditioning worked for combat athletes. So the next day I was like, you know what? I disagree, but I sent him a message asking him, it was like, hey, like, you know, you mentioned that you thought the things I was doing in here were bad. Do you mind telling me why? Like, I'm always interested in learning and I never got a message back from him. So whatever, GCP training, I wish you nothing but good things. I hope things are going well for you either way. But what it made me think is it was like, okay, you know, I got to level up the knowledge that I put into the posts. I've got to, you know, start speaking more as the authority with the understanding and the knowledge of strength and conditioning that I have and stop being afraid of someone disagreeing with it. Because even if I go surface level, like I've been going, people are going to disagree with it and say things that personally I didn't believe were true or fair. But That's besides the point. So the next day I made a post talking about the energy systems. And I said, if you want the UFC belt wrapped around you one day, you need to understand that conditioning isn't just running. And I dug into the three energy systems in the body. And wow, (laughs) that post now has like 202,000 views on TikTok, over 150,000 on Instagram. My following 
fucking doubled within the day, tripled within three or four days, and is still going up by 100 to 200 followers a day, which is all super cool, and I'm super grateful for that. But the main thing that it taught me as more and more comments came in saying, well, you know, where's your UFC belt? Like, and then a bunch of people telling me that, you know, what I was saying was bullshit. And I had some pretty like big names commenting on this post and a bunch of it was negative. And what I realized when those negative comments were coming in was like, Oh, I'm still fine. Nothing, nothing's wrong. Everything I said was true. So if they're commenting negative shit about it, it's ignorance. It's not, you know, me being bad at what I do. And then, like I said, the big things that have come out of that now is I've had a bunch of new clients start, which has been awesome business-wise. And then I've had, honestly, 50 to 60 DMs every single day for the last three to four weeks of people asking me questions about the methods and saying, wow, that's really interesting. That's things I didn't know. And then people saying that they've implemented the sessions that I started talking about, and it's really been helping them in their conditioning. So simply by leaning in and going harder at this, it has changed my business in ways that I can't even explain. I've gotten DMs from UFC fighters, from other fighters in the UFC, talking about potentially wanting to work with me, asking me questions about, you know, why I do things the way I do them and, you know, talking about what they've done before and how much better the things I look, I'm doing look than what they've done before. And I'm getting these because I stopped being afraid of somebody saying that something that I said was stupid or somebody not liking how my videos looked or anything like that. And so the main point of that rant, guys, the main point of all of this is you not taking advantage of social media is literally you leaving money on the table. This is literally you saying, I don't want to make a better living for myself. I want to just scrape by because it's comfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Still, every time a comment comes in that's telling me that I'm an idiot or telling me that they don't, that, you know, what I'm saying is bullshit. I had one guy accuse me of trying to, trying to scam people because I said that the body has three energy systems. That's literally a fact you can Google. Like this isn't me coming up with some new crazy guru method. Like that's literally a fact you can Google. Google the three energy systems of the body and it'll come up like it's crazy. But every time those kind of comments come in, they still don't feel good. But now I see that comment and I go, and then I move on with my day. And that's the same thing you guys have got to understand. This is a tool sitting at your feet that can be making you thousands of dollars a month on top of the money you're making from fighting. And you're not using it because you're worried that, you know, some fucking idiot with no profile picture and one post is going to tell you that your pad work looks like shit. Who cares? And so to finish that off, I hope that gave you some good perspective, but to finish off the podcast today, what I want to challenge you to do is literally just set up a schedule for yourself. It doesn't have to be a lot. It, you can start it with just once a week, once, you know, twice a week, something like that. Minimal. But just make it a habit of posting something. It doesn't have to be super in-depth. It doesn't have to be, you know, a crazy technique or anything like that. Just a video of you hitting pads, a picture of you from your last fight, a clip of you getting your hand raised in the octagon. Like, Think about the little things that you can put out and just captions can be simple too. Working towards my next fight, excited to get back in the cage. Best feeling in the world when it's a picture of you getting your hand raised. 
And those things, all that's going to do is that's going to start to get one or two more people looking at your page. That's going to start to get one or two more eyeballs on there. And as those eyeballs start to grow, maybe you get one company jumping in there saying, hey, you know, I really like the look of what you're doing. And uh, anytime you need a sponsorship, let us know. And then the next time you get a fight announced, you can post something saying, hey, if you're looking to sponsor a local athlete, this is how it will work to sponsor me. Message me if you're interested. And now if you have 150 posts on your page and they see that you're out there consistently, many more eyeballs are going to see you and many more people are going to have a chance of paying you money. And now think about it. If you do that two posts a week, don't worry about the comments. Don't worry about the likes. Don't worry about the views, any of that shit. Just two posts a week, start getting it out there. Three posts a week, start getting it out there. And then the t by the time your next fight comes around and you post something about sponsorships, let's say you get one person offering to pay you $150 for a sponsorship. You just made $150 on social media. Was it worth it now? Right? And then the next time, that's a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. I've been posting every day for two years, multiple times a day. And three weeks ago was the first time I got real traction on anything. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes work. But you're literally leaving thousands of dollars on the table. So my, my hope from this podcast is that you're listening to this and you're understanding the opportunity that you're missing out on. And you start to just challenge yourself to get out of your comfort zone and put a little something out there for people to see, people to latch onto, and people to want to be a part of. Guys, I hope you got value. I hope you got some good perspective here. If you got some value, I'd love to know what it was. Make sure to shoot me a message across any of my social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. I appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. My one big ask of you, is that if you got value from the episode today, share it with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with a coach. The more people that we get tuning into this podcast, the closer we get to our goals with the impact that we're trying to have on the strength and conditioning industry, on the combat sports industry. So guys, I appreciate you all. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.